today's episode is brought to you by Olive Branch Bookkeeping. Do you have a pulse on where your finances stand in your business? If you're not tracking your income and expenses, how do you know when to make decisions in your business that are critical to your profitability? Olive Branch Bookkeeping is here to help you take charge of your business and financial future. Click on the link in the show notes to get in touch with them today. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Carrie Briner, and today we're going to be discussing uh, building an omnipresent business. Um, so this is something that I, I like to talk about just because I do a lot of social media, I do a lot of content. Um, really quick, though, before we jump into that, just a reminder to join our Facebook group. And if there's anything that we talk about here that you guys want to discuss, uh, discuss further with us or have questions or maybe submit topics, go ahead and reach out to us in uh, the comments or you can just reach out, reach out to us in any of our socials. Um, OK, so I took some notes on this one because I actually put up some pulled up some stats like everybody. Everybody talks about building a social media presence, right? And we all know we're supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still so many people that just don't. Yeah. Um, and it's becoming more and more prevalent to have an online presence. I mean, if you're running a business, it's virtually impossible. I shouldn't I shouldn't say impossible. You can run a local business with word of mouth, but to really scale and grow, you need to have more attention. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I don't know where this came from. I maybe just a mixture of different things. I wrote this down. Was more attention equals more opportunities, more opp- more opportunities equal more money. Mm. To get attention, you need to have more of a presence online, right? Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be an, uh, what does it mean to be omnipresent in business? And just means present everywhere all the time. Yep. And uh, the first place that I ever heard this topic or theory was from Grant Cardone. So Love him or hate him, however you feel for you guys listening, he still has built an incredible business just off of a social media platform, right? Yeah. Some people might think, oh, well, he's got this massive social media presence, so that's where he got all this, but he didn't always have it. And there's a lot of stories where he talks about how um, he went in and learned how to use these platforms, and he's just he's just a nut. Like He just learned how to just put tons of stuff, throwing mm-hmm. tons of stuff at it. Uh, so I wrote this down. So Grant Cardone has raised over $900 million from social media for real estate investments yeah, just from social media, but that's not even including the other portions of his business that have grown yeah. from having that online presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the, the, the benefits of having, having an omnipresent business is being able to reach more people, right? Like mm-hmm. not everybody uses the same platforms and, um, being omnipresent and being in every single different social media platform allows you to reach people who are mm-hmm. who are on different platforms. Mm-hmm. So if you only did everything on Facebook, you're not going to see the people who are on Instagram, TikTok, and all the other ones, right? Yeah, it's so true. Um, and, and we tend to find, I think we tend to go where we're comfortable, right? So we go where we spend the most time, but that isn't necessarily where our clients or prospective clients spend the most time, right? So it's interesting to see that even just with one of the businesses that we have, I noticed that just by even, uh, you know, the differences from Instagram to Facebook, when it comes to, um, almost identical posting, uh, for a, for a page of a business. And it's like three times as much activity and already leads just from Instagram. And it's interesting because Instagram isn't my natural go-to. Um, but it, it was a reminder to me that it doesn't matter what my go-to is. It matters what the people who need what I have, what their go-to is. And I don't always know what that is. So that's why it's important to be everywhere. Right. 
it's funny you say that too, right? Because I have, we all have, most of us have a specific platform, one or two platforms that we stick to. For me, it's usually Instagram first, Facebook second. Okay. Um, a lot of the younger generations are on TikTok mm-hmm. and I don't know. Snapchat? Sna- yeah, I don't even have a Snapchat. So like, I'm still missing out on certain platforms, right? There's so many. So you do have to kind of pick and choose. Like if you haven't started anything, uh, any sort of online presence, having just getting really good at one is going to be better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But after you optimize that platform, how do you go to the next one? Yeah. And this has kind of been my obsession for the last, I don't know, four, five years. I mean, it's just learning how do I spread myself across every platform? And I've done it with podcasting. So I don't want people listening to think that I'm telling them how to build some massive following. I don't have a massive following, but I still have gotten a lot of business from my social media and I've had the experience of putting the work in to do it. So if you haven't done it, this is probably a great episode. If you already have millions of followers and you've already done this, then it's, it's not, but, um, so I wanted to share some stats that I pulled up. So I pulled these up from uh, Sprout Social. It was an article online. So 55% of consumers learn about new brands on social media. 68% of consumers agree that social media enables them to interact with brands and companies. 43% of consumers increased their social media use to discover new products in the last year. And then this one's probably the biggest. So 78% of consumers are willing to buy from a company after having a positive experience with them on social. Hmm. So if a customer or a consumer is going to find your service or product, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're a digital marketer, whether you sell shoes or shirts, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Where do we go first? If you go on, you typically are going to go on Google, right? If you want to make sure the person's a legit like business, you're going to go on Google, see if they're there. But then you want to go see the social proof. You're going to want to go online and see what they're, what they're, uh, side tangent. My wife had a digital marketer reach out to her for her bookkeeping business. So said that he could help her specialize in that. So she went and dug up, dug into him, right? Wanted to do homework. And she found that he had hardly any social presence and all these people, uh, all these people that were saying that he was showing like uh, testimonies from, yeah, they weren't friends. They weren't followers of him, which seemed odd. So, I mean, just that alone, just piecing mm-hmm. those things together, consumers these days are smart. They're going to go look and make sure that they're not getting ripped off or not getting scammed. So having a social presence that's like actually there is going to, you know, increase it quite a bit. So part of it is just coming up with, you know, creative strategies. For me, when I've done all this with podcasting, I've, we do this now with this podcast, we cut it up, we put it into clips. um, But then I try to have my assistant or my editor. And if you don't have one of those, you can do it on your own, but just trying to make things, unique to the platform yeah um you can use different apps and things like descript is one where you could take a long form and chop it into a lot of things right and you could put it on youtube for short or long form you could put it on instagram on reels um or on facebook reels um and i mean honestly i see people that will actually take like like actual picture snapshots of like a video too and then like of themselves talking or doing different things and then put a little like caption on it and like or a quote and use that i mean you can do a lot of things if you just do one thing if you are creative or you see what other people are doing and either yourself or a virtual assistant or somebody can use it 
it's quite interesting um, to repurpose. And I don't think a lot of people realize how much they can repurpose. So they're trying, they're overthinking it and they think they have to have so much content in order to be on every platform. Exactly. So for example, you and I do this podcast every week, right? And so we, we time block a couple hours out of the day and we might record two to four episodes. So in two hours, we get more than a month's worth of content usually. And most people don't understand that they think that they have to go film a brand new video every single day. I'm one of those people that I want when I build things like my social media presence and I'm putting content out there, I want it to be consistent. I don't want, I don't want to be sporadic because I know that if I leave it up to my daily schedule, life's going to get in the way and then I won't get it done. Mm -hmm. So I try to do the effort up front and time block and put those things where I can pre-record a bunch of stuff and then you can cut it up. So our podcast gets recorded in a long form and then we cut it up into shorts and yep. we cut it up into quote graphics. I mean, so many different ways that you can take one piece of content mm-hmm. and and compound it across multiple platforms and mm-hmm. and multiple types of content. Yeah. And, and it just helps. I mean, you know, whatever company is doing that, um, it's it's just something that people don't realize, right? So if you're a company and you you are not getting enough business, then you need to start getting more attention. The problem is, I think a lot of a lot of people look at the problems first. Yep. So they're going to say, "Okay, how do I how do I do this kind of content? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to post." Well, for one, if you run a business, all you need to do is share valuable information. It does not need to be a sales pitch. No. And um, the other thing too is, I you said like most people overthink it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to put a recam- a camera on you and record. I was going to say, like, I think some of the best stuff is like, could you just have a camera recording like your, some of your conversations? If there's a way to do that, like, let's say you do zoom calls, you could literally have a video just recording you. It probably wouldn't even pick up on what the other person is saying. And you could take all of these different little pieces of information or nuggets or whatever that you share with people just on a daily basis, doing your consultations as an example. Gary V does it. He talks mm-hmm. about, he talks about documenting, documenting over creating. And, uh, see so he, for example, if we were doing this, this podcast and he was here, he would probably have a camera set up off the side. Like you just said, recording himself and then just plug the audio into that film. Mm-hmm. It might sound technical to some, it really just means you need to just do something, but it also <laughs> means that you don't have to just do video. Mm-hmm. I think people get so hung up on like, Oh, I gotta go record videos. If you're not good at video, but you're great at writing, mm-hmm. I've seen people on Facebook and social media who don't post videos, but they post questions. They post, they, yeah. they create conversations. Yeah. Some of them are very controversial, but it gets them attention. Yeah. Um, but they have something that they do consistently. They're in yeah. front of you. And you can use audio. So that's becoming a little bit more popular because people are driving, you know, they're doing other things, they're multitasking and they're not looking at a video right half the time anyway. I had somebody say most of the time they listen to YouTube and they're not watching it because they're doing other things. They're just listening to it. And so that's where, you know, some of these other audio uh, um, apps like Clubhouse became super popular. And I was on them for about a year or so. And then it just became a little overwhelming for me. But a lot of people still get a tremendous amount of business and they do a lot of interaction and it's completely audio because it allows you to really multitask and be anywhere and do it in that way. And so, um, you know, grab audio, just record yourself 
and go put it out there on social platforms. What would be the best platforms if you were to just put audio clips out? Do you think Andy? You can do audio clips on every platform. So I've done it before where I've taken audio clips of mine and it might just be a graphic with like a sound bar that's yeah. moving and you put audio into that. You can put audio into, um, you can use Behind like an image, right? Or like yep. almost do like a scrolling, some images and then just have your audio in the background. Yep. But if you don't want to have social media open while you're driving, you can easily put things on platforms like Spotify, iTunes, yeah. uh, Amazon Music. Like our platform go, or our show goes on to everything. So, mm-hmm. and some of that gets technical. So a lot of people get hung up on like, if it's, if it's confusing to them, they just don't do it. So that's yeah. where I offer the help. If you guys want help learning yeah. how to spread your content or create content and then spread it and distribute it across different platforms, I'd be willing to help. Um, some of the challenges that I think people will run into, cause I just want to bring this up is obviously if you don't know how to edit videos, then mm-hmm that's fine, right? Like you can hire people, there's companies that do it, but there's a lot of platforms now where you can just take your video and plug it into an AI AI, uh, video editor and it will cut it up for you. So a couple actionable steps I want to go over with you guys is obviously things can be overwhelming if you let it. It just simplify everything you can. So come up with some key topics around your business that brings people value and educates them on what you do. So whatever it is, just come up with those topics, write it down on a list, Um, figure out how to systematize your content. So what I mean is build a plan to create and distribute your content consistently. Mm -hmm. Just like what we do, I I have to make sure that I block off time, record, and then have it distributed because you can post, you can pre-schedule this stuff. You don't have to post it every second of the day. Right. A lot of people ask me, they're like, how do you have time to post this stuff all day long on all your platforms? I'm like, I don't. don't. (laughs) We we schedule it so it goes out on releases at certain times. And there are other things that I go in and add. Um, Set time aside and regularly, uh, set time aside regularly to create the content. And then last one's just, just take action. Don't get stuck in planning mode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, to get, get ready to get ready syndrome that a lot of us have. And I think with video or with content, that's extremely common because most of us as business owners in whatever field we're in, we're not like content creators and we aren't uh, marketers. So we think overthink it because that's not our natural strong suit or skill set, but what is your skill set and your strong suit is talking about what you do and helping people in whatever field of work that you're in. And you just have to figure out how to take that stuff you talk about all the time, every day with clients and just get it in front of the masses through some videos. So some people are even just, um, spending some time in their day to think about like writing down, what did I just talk to that client about? What were their questions? Um, and coming up with almost a frequently asked questions list. And then that's your content because those are the questions people have. Those are the problems people have that they're asking you to solve or things they don't know that, you know, that can be the easiest way to start with content probably. Well, and it can be as simple as like, if you're having a client consultation, you ask them permission, like, Hey, can I video record this or audio record it? if it's not private or sensitive information, right? Because a lot of people, when you get, when you get somebody in front of a camera, um, I'm going to pick on my wife here. She hates getting in front of a camera. Right. But if I were to have just record her consultations with clients, yeah, she's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to bookkeeping. It's just, 
when you get people in front of a camera, they freeze. Mm -hmm. There's strategies around it. Maybe you just record videos. If you record a video every single day for 30, 30 days, but you don't post it like just to get comfortable. Yeah. There's a lot of people that still don't think social media and video work. Mm. That's why I brought up the example of Grant Cardone, whether you like him or not, he has gotten his business to just explode and raise, I mean, almost a billion dollars, maybe over yeah. that by now. I don't know where I got the this number, yeah. but um, the other thing, there was something else I was going to share and I just drew a blank, but <laughs> oh, well, I, it's, it does work. I mean, I talk yeah. to people every day. So here's the point, social media, you might not get a bunch of direct, direct messages. And that's where people are like, if I do videos, I should be getting a ton of leads directly from those videos. That's not exactly how it always works. Right. It's that it creates mind share amongst more and more people. And over time, that mind share is going to fill a funnel that you would not have. And it also leverages your time because now you're talking to hundreds of people in the time that you could have maybe went for one coffee with one person. Um, and that's the point is that you've got leverageable content out there that saves you time and gets you in front of more people and gets them to know you like you trust you, which could take one month or a year before they reach out to talk to you. And yep. they might not reach out to talk to you from your social media. They might call you directly from your Google phone number and you have no idea where they came from, but it's going to link back to your social media presence, most likely in some way, shape or form, or how they got to know you, like you trust you to get them to actually pick up the phone and call you. The other part of that equation too, is if people are doing content around their business and they feel like it's not bringing them because people Nobody has the patience to stick things out and do it consistently. So there's yeah. either A, you're not posting consistently or you're not posting enough. Yeah. So if you if you feel like, okay, I've been working on this for six months and I'm not getting any traction, great. Are you doing, do more? Mm -hmm. Like it will work. Mm -hmm. The one thing I was going to share too, this is just a little hack that I had, I don't know, I heard someone else talk about it on YouTube um, and I started implementing it, but I started Twitter recently. Never had Twitter before but I'm trying to become better at multiple platforms. Um, what I'm doing now is I'm, what I would do before is I used to post ideas in my phone. Like I had a little note, note app and I would like think about a video idea or content ideas and I would just post it. I would write it to myself, mm -hmm. but it was in my phone. Nobody ever saw it. Now I'm posting those ideas on Twitter as, ah. a, as a thought because Twitter really is set up like a stream of consciousness. I mean, it's, right. you know, they're just fleeting thoughts, really. So you write a you write it out. It may not get a lot of views, but it it's one of those things where now I'm creating content that I can screenshot. If I think of it, it's going to be a good one. I'll screenshot it, share it to Instagram or Facebook, and now I've just created more content off of something that would have normally been in my phone. And then mm. from that, if it gets a lot of attention, I can take that that tweet and create a video around it. Yeah, so, I mean, just an I easy mean strategy to just come up with more ways to create. More yeah. Content. What's really interesting about this is I'm not a marketer by any means. People see me a lot, a lot out there in social media. I'm very, I'm very basic in my tech savviness. Um, and I'm pretty basic in my marketing. I'm also not very creative naturally. Um, and so most people don't really realize that, but what's really interesting is you can train your brain and you do, if you do things often enough. And so 
I watch what other people do who are more creative, who are more marketing and tech savvy. And I spend a bit of time focusing and like purposefully watching and seeing what they do. And the more I feed my brain with that, the more that it triggers some ideas in my brain, which would have not been natural ideas of mine. I'm just here to tell you, I know they wouldn't have been. So sometimes you have to feed your brain with more of what you want to train it to kind of think of these things too. And so now I will come up with an idea that I mean, a year or two ago, I would not have come up with. It would just not have entered my brain to like do that video or do that post. And it's still my style and it's still not the best it can be, but it is a lot more frequent and it is a lot more creative than it used to be. And so I just want to encourage people that like, you just have to embrace it and know that you have to do it. Focus on some people that you feel are a little bit authentic to you or, or in alignment with you and watch what they do. And it will start to trigger some different ideas for you yeah. if you are willing to be open to it. But it's like anything, you've got to spend some time focusing on it or it's not going to expand. Well, and you just have to do it. I, I think yeah. that's what... Uh you know, people see you online, you may not be super tech savvy or feel like you're a good marketer, but you're a doer. So you'll just go put things out instead of overanalyzing. I posted a tweet earlier today. I'll just read it because I think it's really relevant to what our conversation is. And I was just thinking about, you know, a lot of times we sit and just make excuses, right? So yeah. I, I posted, I don't think most people realize how much overanalyzing the things that we do kills our productivity. The time you spent thinking and deliberating about something you want to start, someone else has already done it 10 times over. Yes. So it's a lot of times we we get so hung up. It's because we're afraid, right? It's afraid or we're self-conscious about something. So we sit there and think about it and we go over it in our heads and we make it a big deal. And in that amount of time, someone else who just is a doer went and took the step and they did 10 times more than you. And, we're and they a, didn't really think about it at all. They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care. They just got it out there. And we're in an environment right now, especially with AI mm -hmm. and different technology increasing that yeah. you just have to do things faster if you want to get farther along. Well, you're right. So actually, if you become a doer, and that's also a, a you kind of have to train yourself to become a doer. You just have to force yourself. And then the more you do, the more comfortable that you are and the less you have to think because you realize last time you didn't think about it and you didn't, it was fine. Right. And so it's again, retraining your brain, but then you're doing something more. So then you're becoming better at it or you're becoming more creative because now you're like opening up this opportunity. If you never do something, you can't grow that in yourself. Yep. Um, and sometimes the growth is the best when you're just doing it. And I tell people that all the time when they enter a new career, because I talk to a lot of people, um, you know, new to a career, the best learning opportunity is literally just doing okay. nothing else can teach you the same way. And I don't even care if it's good, bad, ugly, a disaster. You learned so much more. You don't realize how much more you learn just by being able to do something. So that I think also is part of this whole video thing and social media thing is that if you just overanalyze too much, you're just never learning. You're stuck in the stagnant space Right. of basically not knowing and not being confident and you'll never get anywhere by doing that. Right. Try to be perfect because you're self-conscious about what people are going to think. Right. Yeah. Nobody uh, thinks anything. I'm just here to tell you yeah. some of my stuff is atrocious and nobody really cares. They like right. move on within two minutes of it. Right. But then right. there was somebody that needed to hear the message. And so they were like, Oh, that, that was cool. And I added another person, maybe that now comes back and follows me. And that's the point is that they just don't forget them out there. They're not over analyzing what I did or said in that moment, because guess what, you guys, you're just not that important. That was really the self-talk that I had to have with myself when I had a lot of insecurities. 
like people have their own lives, their own businesses, their own insecurities, their own things that they're stressed out about and dealing with. They really don't give a rip about me that much. Um, I'm not that important. If I think everybody's sitting there analyzing my videos and watching what I'm doing, then I think a lot about myself. And, you know, and so it's a weird thing to think like that because that's not what we think. We're not thinking we're that special and important when we're stressing about it. But if we think about it, that's really what we're doing. We're just not that important. People just don't hang on to stuff about us like we hang on to stuff about us. So right. we just got to let that go. Absolutely. And a quick little plug, uh, but I recently joined with a marketing company to bring people products like this because I've been doing content for quite a long time with my podcast and different videos, and it can be difficult. Most people don't have access to editing. They don't understand the strategies. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are interested um, and you want some help with that, reach out to me and I can kind of go over some of our platforms and um, packages that we have to help you with editing, coming up with content and just more of a strategic call. So highly recommend. Yep. And then um, that's pretty much it. So we'll yeah, see any you guys questions in- on this, any comments, anything that has helped you guys break through on this, make sure that you comment somewhere that you're listening to us because we love to hear it. Absolutely. And make sure you subscribe to our show. We'll see you on the next episode. See ya.